Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. DeRogi. This week, Circus by Ivy Reisner. I pulled into the drive and waved to Kumo as I got out of the car. Kumo, a rather large brown bear, waved back and pretended to lose his balance on his unicycle, pinwheeling his arms and making faces. I laughed. No juggling today? I called. He shrugged. Did you lose your balls again? He hung his head, projecting a dejected look. I'll find them. Tora sauntered over to greet me, and I pet her thick, soft fur. Are you being a good tiger? She nuzzled her ear into my hand, and I scratched it. I'll take that as a yes. Come on, let's get you a treat. I retrieved a note I'd seen by the front of the drive when I came in about a package I had to pick up because the carrier was unwilling to deliver to a place with a lion sitting on the lawn. Honestly, the only time Fluffy came out front was to nap. It was probably the ink-drawing package I'd ordered back in February, when I did not have the animal population of a circus living in my yard and the woods behind my house. They set up pre-orders to ship in September for an October art event, and I'd been low-key excited and nervous about it ever since. Next month I would be drawing, or at least my version of it, in public for the first time. I cannot draw. I had planned to spend the intervening months taking classes at the library over on Mulberry Lane, but I only attended two before things went pear-shaped. I'd been driving home from the second class on a dead-empty road to my dead-empty house so far from anyone or anything I couldn't even call out for a pizza when Kumo wearing a blue backpack with a safety reflector on the back, unicycled up the road in the opposite direction and waved his arms as if to flag me down. Dad, whenever he tells this story, always seems to think the fact I didn't crash the car was the most amazing part. I don't know what I was thinking at the time, but I stopped and rolled down the window. I mean, he seemed like a nice bear on a unicycle. Maybe he wanted directions. A mixed group of animals... Two elephants, a few tigers, a lion, and three pure white horses wandered over. The horses rose as one onto their back legs and did a little shuffle dance. I applauded, which only seemed polite. One horse bowed. Kumo handed me a note. To whomever finds this bear, please know he is a gentle, well-trained bear from the Laugh Out Loud Circus. Unfortunately, finances have made it such that we cannot keep the circus going or maintain the animals. Please feed them. Kumo here likes salmon and berries. The horses graze but need hay. The cats like raw meat and fish. And the elephants eat mostly fruits and vegetation. They won't be any bother. Thank you and have a nice day. I looked from the note to the bear. The bear shrugged, took some colorful balls from his backpack and juggled a little. He caught the balls, tilted his head to one side, and looked at me. You want a home? I asked. He tilted his head to the other side. The woods behind my house are full of berries, probably enough even for the elephants, I hope, and I think I have some salmon. I poked my head out of the window. Follow me, guys. Stay to the side of the road and don't get hit by any cars. Not that there were any other cars out here. I put on my blinkers, waited for them to all line up behind me, one elephant resting his trunk on the butt of the other. I didn't ask, and took them all home, 
driving slowly enough everyone could keep up. My brother came the next day to check them all out, and to suggest I make an appointment to see our sister. Psychiatrist can't treat family. I asked her to give you a checkup a few times. I made coffee while he filled out forms of some kind at my kitchen table. You need a dog license in this country. Maybe I needed an elephant license. Then get a referral from her, he said, not looking up. I was the failure of the family, or at least that's how it felt. My sister, the oldest, went to medical school and became a psychiatrist. She's working in a hospital in Los Angeles, where the people outnumber the woodpeckers and night noises are more sirens, less frogs. My brother, the youngest, went to medical school and became a veterinarian. He lives maybe 20 miles from here, also in the middle of nowhere, but has a practice in town for dogs and cats and makes house calls for horses and farm animals. And for frogs, for some weird, rich, eccentric guy who raises a pond full of frogs and doesn't want to scare them by making them go to the vet, but will pay quite well to have the vet come to them. I dropped out of high school, did a few years modeling, and now I teach makeup classes for peanuts at the mall. The good news is they're all healthy, he said, putting his notes in a folder and a briefcase at his feet. And the bad news? You're crazy. Go talk to Kathy. Very funny. Do they sell meat for lions at the pet store? He shook his head and dug out his cell phone. I know a guy who does raw food diet for pets. I'll text you his number. He can get you set up if you're determined to keep them. What else am I going to do with them? I don't know, he shrugged dramatically. If only there were a place where animals were kept. Maybe a place people took care of them and families came to look at them. I'm not locking them in a zoo. He sighed. Suit yourself. But now we have a weekly box of raw fish and meat delivered to my door, which one might think was scarier to deliver than art supplies, but Jack seems to have encountered so many large animals in his career as pet food delivery consultant, yes, that's his title, that he's just immune to the fear of them. You might think this would be an expensive proposition, except for one thing. The absolutely non-urban Skechers Association, the folks doing the ink drawing party in October, are also not afraid of the animals, at least when I'm around, and they offered to pay an entry fee to come sketch on my lawn every Saturday afternoon. This books my Saturdays, but pays for the shipments, and Big Bridget, the female elephant, has taken up posing as a hobby. Last week she stole Kumo's unicycle as a prop, holding it up with her trunk, but she returned it undamaged when the session was over, which is a good thing. I do not know where to get unicycles built for a bear. I've never drawn with them before, and I've fallen behind on even the online classes because of all the animal stuff, and because my drawings never come out right and I have to redo them. But next month, scared or not, I'm going to do it. Wish me luck, Fluffy, I called, heading back out, having retrieved Kumo's balls from the garage where he usually loses them. Fluffy raised a big lion head and roared in reply. I pet the lion on the head. I can do this. There's nothing to be scared of. I scooted Tora off the car hood, got behind the wheel, and took a deep breath. I can do this. I roused my courage to go pick up the box of art supplies. This has been Circus. Written by Ivy Reisner. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. 
Manowaker Studios director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. Thanks for listening. Thank you.